This week on the Best Friends Fancast, we will talk about the Monday show, Justin Martindale, and the Thursday show, Onion Brothers, Mass Quirk, The Mystery of the Stolen Lunch. On this episode, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I'm going to record an episode, Trice is going to record his episode, and we're going to mash it up together. We'll see how that works out. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry, and your other host, Trice, is off in a faraway land, and we will be hearing from him shortly. All right, I'd like to start off with some shout outs. I wanted to just shout out to you. If you're listening right now, I would like to shout out to you because you make this fun, exciting, and worthwhile. Isn't this fun? <laughs> Dumb. But honestly, I anybody that listens and anybody that participates in any BFF anything, shout out to you because you're amazing. And an extra shout out to Trice, who did his due diligence and recorded his part of the episode in a timely manner at the time that I was hoping to get this out. This is the third time I'm trying to record this. I don't know. Maybe the universe is trying to tell me something, but it's probably better that way because I can reflect on Thanksgiving weekend a little bit. So we'll do a quick catch up. I had Thanksgiving dinner three days in a row and they were all three very different experiences. Very fun, relaxing, ate too much, drank too much, and just a little bit of everything too much. It was great. It was awesome. But I'm taking a little breather from drinking because I think it's necessary. I didn't go crazy, but still, you know. And I did go on a trip recently and some other things, but I would rather talk about that when Trice is on so he can tell us about his trip. He is off in my beloved Pacific Northwest and I think he's going to be meeting up with the BFF and also paying some respects to where Becky's ashes are and I am excited to hear about that. So there were a lot of things I reflected on on my trip and I would like to hear about his as well. So we'll save that exciting story for another time. We don't have any BFF hotline calls, but if you would like to leave a message or text 818-BFF-0732, let's talk about Monday. All right. Justin Martindale was on. He is the host of the Just Sayin' Pod. At the top of the show, Allison asked him about the tattoo that he had, and he told the story of a horse that was basically stolen from his mother. Not stolen, but in her eyes, it was. Her beloved Sugarfoot horse was bought by Elvis to give to his daughter Priscilla, and his mom still harbors a lot of hatred for Priscilla. And my question is, why not for Elvis? Elvis was the adult in this equation. Yes, Priscilla maybe was a spoiled teenager, but Elvis is the one that facilitated this transgression. So I'm sure Priscilla has learned her lessons. They also went into... I don't know if this is the whole reason why Justin was on the show, because I couldn't really gather any other reasons, but he's having a, a big beef with somebody that he thought he was close with and also doing it publicly, which that's a whole other layer and a lot of stress and a lot of extra. And it just kind of turned into just a real bitch fest. And I think while I completely understand needing to voice my side in something, it seemed a little bit like it's just perpetuating this 
further and doing it on Allison's show seemed sort of odd to me because I don't I don't know if she just wants to get the listens or what but to be in the middle of it seems strange unless she's going to have McDonald on as well which also I believe she's been on the show so also odd choice but either way I did like Justin he's fun uh funny I but it, there was a lot of the he said she said stuff kind of going on and on and and well I can see doing it on his own podcast or or some other avenue I just I don't know about going on other people's shows to vent your your stuff but that being said Allison was talking about the way she reacted to her whole situation with Corolla and I do wish that she could have in the moment spoken up for herself and said her side but I know at the time she, in her mind she was taking the high road I don't think she thought that he was going to go even lower than he did solo so then it kind of but but now it it doesn't matter at, at, at this point but it just seemed to kind of backfire on her but how could she know that I would say definitely not taking this Justin route and going on other podcasts to talk about it but the real thing I want to talk about is this transgression and this big beef and that is Megan Gate so I don't know if you guys heard but Allison announced on her show that she doesn't know any Megans now I understand sometimes maybe life children who knows what's going on you can get a foggy brain it happens I understand but her explanation at least to me was that she didn't know any Megans spelled m-e-g-a-n not like our super fan Megan m-e-g-h-a-n this explanation is preposterous and this aggression will not stand man also Allison has a Patreon subscriber with spelled m-e-g-a-n so I wonder how she's doing but more importantly Megan our Megan super fan Megan I see you we see you we stand with you we know you we know a Megan. Also, slightly less of a dig is um, Allison told everybody about how she went to the Kate Micucci show and she shared who she saw there, who she bumped into, rubbing elbows with. Forgot to mention two doctors and one honorary doctor over here. So we were slighted, but that's okay because I feel like this whole Megan thing is way worse. So uh, Megan, I love you and we'll take the hit but geez louise they also mentioned the term cool beans and i don't think they came up with the etymology of it but it is from cheech and chong in the 70s baby all right not that that really fucking matters but all right let's hear what trice had to say about monday Hello. I almost said my little something something, but that's not my bit. That's Allison's bit slash Megan's bit. Um, I think occasionally Lisa does this also. I don't remember. I'm only I'm only listening and or on the show all the time. I can't be expected to remember these things. Hey, it's Trice. I I will assume Lisa will have explained this already, but 
uh, we are doing something a little different. We are uh, we're doing a restraining order podcast today. We are recording separately our thoughts, and then we're going to throw them together because we did not, for schedule reasons, have a chance to record as per usual. So I will get into it with shoutouts, callouts, etc. Uh, shout out to Lisa, of course, for uh, you know being around, being a good chum. Uh, all that kind of thing. Shout out to Leanne for being on the episode, and also definitely shout out to Dr. Jen because she texted us her thoughts on the episode after, which is very nice. I always enjoy hearing feedback. Um, oh, shout out to Dr. Angela who said some very nice things in the Facebook group. I appreciate her engagement. Um, shout out, of course, to Superfan Megan. Uh, shout out to Megan slash call out to Allison Rosen. Okay, there was the whole there. Uh, there was a whole thing where. Allison, I was talking to Nicole Thurman on the Thursday show a couple weeks ago and accidentally called her Megan, but said, oh, that's so weird. I don't even know any Megans, which, oh, uh, we all had a, a chuckle about, but there were some, there were some real hurt feelings on Megan's part, because of course there would be if someone said that about you, especially because, you know, they've actually known each other. And so it was, uh, it, it was bracing. It was as came up in the episode I recorded with Leanne, it was also something many of the BFFers noticed immediately that Allison said this, that she didn't know a Megan when there was famously a super fan Megan. Um, all of that drama happened. Uh, more than one person reached out to Allison. Uh, Leanne, of course, of course we know this. Multiple times Leanne mentioned this. Uh, I did also post something on the Patreon in the comment section and Lisa uh, also uh, contacted her about it. I don't know who all else did, if anyone, but it's been, it's been a real hot topic. I will say, I will say, um, and obviously I'm team Megan, but in the, in the interest of fairness, there was a weird thing that happened right before all of this. This is a long, uh, shout out call out, but, uh, in the interest of, of uh, clarifying some of this drama. So, directly, like directly, directly before uh, the incident happened, the, the, the misnaming, or the, the not recognizing Megan, um, the, they were talking about a podcast called Mega, about mega churches, um, literally like seconds before Allison says Megan, um, and I think that's why she, she got it mixed up in her brain. I will play that audio clip here. Okay, got it. Uh, but their show is called Mega. It's like a fictional mega church that they improvise characters. That sounds hilarious. Church. It's so good. They're so good. Greg and Holly are, um, as improvisers go, some of the best I think in the world. They're so. Oh good. my god! Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And yeah. how do you know them? Same, uh, Nicole. Uh, Second City. I was. Did I just call you Megan? <laughs> that was so weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't know any Megan. I get called Michelle a lot, so I almost respond to it at this. Time. So, Allison, uh, in explaining this to mentioning this to Lisa and also to Megan, she in her mind was thinking of Megan spelled differently, like M-E-G-A-N, which sounds very sus. And uh, many people, uh, not many people, several people, more than two people, I will say, uh, heard about this and were like, mm, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about that. Uh, but I don't know, seems somewhat plausible to me, a little bit. It's, 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 listen, Megan is still owed an apology in my eyes, uh, in my ears, but you know what I mean. It is not the wildest thing I've ever heard. Uh, also, weirdly, this all happened again, kind of? 
um, on the on the most recent Thursday episode, episode which I will talk about. Um, oh, yes, uh, at the beginning of the episode, again, right at the beginning, uh, Allison says she accidentally calls Robin Renee because they just played a clip, the, the Patreon clip of Renee's voice. Like to say hello. Oh yeah, uh, patreoncom slash Patreon. Do an annual subscription, get two months free. I'd like to say hello That's a good deal. to my guest, Ren. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. I mean, I did just hear her voice, but Robin is what I meant to say. That was Renee's voice. Robin Shore. Hello. So, this might legitimately be an Allison thing. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing it's not like a sign of decline or anything, but. You know, th th this is uh, this has happened a couple times. Also, call out, call out again to Allison. There, hmm, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. So that's that. That's that's just these are just my thoughts, my notes, my research notes. I I try to be a fair broker here. Anyway, Lisa insisted that I do a little audio catch up. Hi, Lisa. I know you're listening to this. Um. Okay. So actually, you know what? Let me set a timer and give it like two minutes. Dude, dude, dude. Oh my God. So I left the previous timer on since the last time I said it, and it's on 87 hours and 39 minutes and 30 seconds. So let me stop that one. <laughs> Did not know that was still happening in the background. Okay. All right. Oh, you know what? Actually that timer is from something else, uh, which I will explain shortly okay what's been up with me the last couple weeks uh just yesterday i watched <laughs> hard target which is a john claude van damme movie which is an action movie from the 90s which is i would say not good but also it is great it's very over the top it's by john woo who i think did like con air and all that kind of stuff um it is it is so over the top and so oh man wilford brimley's in it doing a Cajun accent. It, there's a lot going on, but it's also, it was a great time. I saw it in a theater uh, because like the little independent theater was rented out by a friend of mine. Uh, and so he invited a bunch of friends to go watch this pretty over the top is how we'll put it, a uh, 90s action movie. And it was, and it was great. Um, boop, boop, boop. Oh, before that, at the same theater, the day before I saw opera, <laughs> not an opera, but the movie called Opera. It is a, I think, sometime in the 80s uh, movie, sort of an Italian slasher movie, I think probably called a Giallo movie. I don't know the rules for being a Giallo movie, but uh, by Dario Argento. It is a bit, I, I could explain the plot, but the plot is fairly bananas, I would say, to paraphrase Greg Heller, so I, I won't get into it, but it was not good, but also was very nice to look at, and held my attention, I will say. I will say that. Um, the reason I had the timer still going is because I have been playing a fair bit of Resident Evil, the remake of the original game. Original game came out in 96, remake came out 15 years later, so 2011, and then it got released a few years later on PC. Anyway, a very fun game. I like it a lot. It is like a horror, survival horror game, but TLDR, I was trying to beat it in under three hours to get a special achievement and it gives you, oh, I'm out of time. Anyway, gives you a, uh, uh, blah, 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 a special weapon you can use, which I wanted. Uh, successfully kind of speed ran that game. Usually takes, I don't know, a normal playtime would be like 
five hours, maybe? Something like that. Beat it at under three. Yay, me. Um, it was not... <laughs> It's not the easiest thing, but I looked up a guide on how to do it. It was fun. Um, boo, boo, boo. Oh, guitar stuff. Uh, and this will be have to be my, be my last thing. So, I am in the process of deciding which song I want to work on next. There are two different songs. Um, they're very different stylistically, but will both be, I think, fairly challenging. A lot of new stuff to learn either way. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so that's it for me. Lisa, what have you been up to if you want to edit something in at this point? Okay, good good chat, good talk. Um, okay, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. So, uh, guest, whose name I did not write down, it, it seemed interesting enough, was not like, oh, this is the greatest episode of all time, but a, a lot of drama, it turns out. I did not know. I don't follow Heather McDonald or her, her Juicy Scoop business. But apparently a lot of behind-the-scenes drama going on, which makes sense. I know her to be a somewhat problematic figure, but I don't know enough about her to actually say anything of substance. Um, so there's a lot of that talk. I think Leanne knows about her, maybe? I think she might be a listener? I don't know. Um, I listened to the Podcast Palace product picks thing. Uh, I am kind of enjoying that segment. I'm kind of enjoying that segment. Uh, he has, the guest has a soap guy, which I thought was very funny. Um, doo -doo -doo. I'm not sure about the Navage or all the ear messing around with stuff. We'll have to consult Dr. Jen. That seems like uh, you're probably not supposed to be doing a lot of that stuff. It's probably not advisable. It's, uh, it's a little bit shades of, like, home dentistry to me. Like, you be careful. Be careful, buddy. Just because, like, something itches doesn't mean you gotta scratch it, so to speak. Or literally, in this case. Um, uh, they talked about potlucks. Oh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, I two week, week last weekend, I was at a potluck, like a Friendsgiving thing, which I mentioned with Leanne. But I made a macaroni and cheese, like an oven baked macaroni and cheese, which came out pretty well. I was stressing over it a lot, but the reviews were positive. Uh, the the tray was empty afterwards, which is a, a good sign. So yeah, uh, yay, yay me, good for me. In the Monday episode, they actually, they also talked about uh, friends who become junkies was the word they used, but corrected themselves. They were talking about paranoid schizophrenia, I think, uh, in general, or more accurately. Um, luckily, have not, to the best I know, have not had any friends who have sort of um, faded into uh, mystery that way. Um, not that I know of. You never know who you've lost contact with, who how their lives have changed. But I do know someone who does have a schizophrenia and takes medication for it, who uh, did not know if I was real when they met me. I think I've mentioned this person before, but like literally after meeting me, I guess the next day or whatever, they were like, "Did was that a real person who I talked to, or was I was was I hallucinating that person?" Which is very funny. Um, I enjoy. You know what? As far as the paranoid delusions could go, I think you could do worse than me. I'm not like a giant spider or something telling you to, to start fires or something. I'm just a regular dude, so I, I feel like kind of lucked out. I, I feel I feel like you're all right. They mentioned something about a slutty grandma. I'm going essentially backwards. I apologize. Uh, I don't remember what they said, but I enjoyed hearing the phrase "slutty grandma." Um, boo -boo -boo. And, oh, they talked about Appalachia, which, of course, is pronounced Appalachia. I don't know why they, like, 
the guest kind of poo-pooed pronouncing it. It's like, no, I, I pronounce it Appalachian. You're not from there, though, so it doesn't matter, sir. Um, also, they talked about Allison being on Celebrity Book Club with Chelsea Devantes, I want to say is her name. And they talked about the Priscilla Presley book. Lisa, if you have not listened to that episode, now is a good time to listen to it. There's a whole movie coming out. Uh, oh, also, duh, Priscilla Presley stole that dude's horse or that dude's mom's horse, which is a bummer because uh, the dad worked for Elvis. And I feel like I guess they felt like they couldn't say no, which is a bummer, which is a bummer. Um, but yeah, that's it for Monday. Like, liked it. OK, it was a perfectly cromulent episode. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, my interests do, do not necessarily converge perfectly with the guest. But uh, it seemed like a good episode. I feel like other people will enjoy it more than I did. You know what? Let me just look up. Look this up. The guest's name is Justin Martindale, of course, which I didn't know if he was related to Wink Martindale, who I think she had on the show a long time ago, who is an old game show dude. Lisa probably knows. Wink Martindale sounds like the name of a dude Lisa knows about. Um, yes, Wink Martindale was on the show. That was his name, rather. He is wearing a shirt. He's wearing a real my wife bought me this shirt shirt. Uh, it is worth worth checking. Go to Allison's site and go to the little search bar and put in Martindale or Wink probably. Wink is probably an easier spell. As always, great points, uh, funny, witty, obviously smart. Um, always, you know, good to hear your side of things, Trace. And so thank you. Thank you for chiming in. Chiming in. That sounded so condescending. Thanks for your little tidbits. Okay, before we move on to Thursday, I did want to say our BFF Christmas slash Hanukkah dinner slash whatever you celebrate dinner is coming up i hope i can get this fucking show out before it's it's uh, here but it is saturday december 2nd at 6 p.m in la we have a few extra seats please join us more the merrier all are welcome that was a little poltergeisty but let's see um okay let's talk about thursday all right um, we were her little cranberry banana breads sent in by Jay Melville on Patreon. As I've said week after week, the carbs are getting a little boring. I think it's because it's we've already had banana bread, I'm sure, in probably multiple forms. And now we just have thrown cranberries into it. Now, cranberry banana bread as a food to eat, I feel like it's conflicting flavors, but I'm up to try it. I Banana bread's good. And I think cranberries get a bad rap. I do like cranberry. They're delicious. They're fine. So together, eh, 
you know what? Maybe I'll make it for the next group recording for breakfast or something or what have you. And we'll try it. Not that it's as hard hitting as our chat snack that we're going to have next week. You guys, I hope you're on the edge of your seat because it's the only part that you're going to need. It's going to be wild. All right. Rob Schulte, Robin Shore, Tony and Daniel are on. They were talking about specimens and bringing specimens in to a lab, sending them in the mail. And Allison used the words poo, sending poo in the mail. Hopefully my pop filter is working. But I... <laughs> I completely agree with Robin Shore. And I don't know if it's the way that Allison was saying or even just me saying it right now. I'm starting to get the icky juices, but I'm fine talking about twosies. Like, no problem. But sending poo in the mail, just saying that, like, <laughs> gaggy. Mm-mm. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Robin. She Robin's been to a few yoga retreats and she apparently just got back from one where her lunch was mysteriously stolen. And I feel like this is easy to figure out because look for the person with two fucking lunches. Unless they just miscounted and that's sad. And also, does she stand up and say like, where the fuck's my lunch? Like, um, this girl needs to eat, man. Um, I would love to go on her yoga retreat. I would love to go on a meditation retreat. I would like to go on... I used to want to go to a fat camp, but I don't... Maybe you don't need that quite as much, but maybe a nutrition camp would be nice. Or some sort of, I don't know. I'm into any of these sort of things that you can just go focus on yourself and focus on bettering yourself. I think, why not? And if I had the time, the money, hell fucking yes, I would be doing this. Robin, if you need a plus one, I'm I'm your gal. Allison was reminiscing on Sketchfest, the last one that she was at, which was right before the world was just about to shut down that was in january of 2020 and just going back to that and not thinking about not really understanding what we were all about to go through the next few years and i know when so allison was talking about the reunion that her band and the angoras had at Sketchfest, and i remember thinking oh man why isn't she doing this again and i and i realized we we're all just still sort of getting back into the swing of things in life and allison takes a little longer than most so it would be really cool to do this again. At least have them on her show. I don't know why she hasn't yet. Then they were talking about losing people and thinking, you know, when you're going through doing things in your life and thinking, you know, if they were if they were here or those kinds of thoughts. And that connection with Sketchfest for a lot of us was the last time that we saw our beloved Becky alive. And I think... I was so fucking lucky that I was able to go to that and to be able to see her one last time, not knowing when our last time will be with anybody. So, and since 2020, I think I've thought about her and and since she's passed, I've thought about her so many times just in daily life things. But of course, especially anything to do with the BFFs, because I know she would fucking be at every single one of the things because she always was. And I mean, of course, she's there in our hearts, and I and I do feel like, I do feel like she is there in spirit. I, I really do believe. I just got the chills when I said that. Becky, are you here? I fucking love you, and I miss you. But also anything that maybe Allison does or topics, you know, different things, and just think about, I think about Becky a lot and, and miss her very much. But, you know, lots of people that we've lost in our lives, and you think about, oh, they would have loved this or that, and oof, it's hard. 
Anyway, okay, Allison t- talked about Frasier, and that also is a connection to Seattle. That always makes me think of Becky also, but also the 90s nostalgia. And, and I had forgotten that Frasier had a new had a new season. I don't think it sounds like it's for me, but maybe I'll give it a shot. I did forget that that was even a thing, but that led to the show that was the precursor to Frasier was Cheers, and... That led to Allison mentioning that it was like kind of an adult show. She always thought of it as, you know, kind of the show that her parents watched. And while that is true for me as well, I still loved the show. And I, and I watched it over the years because it was nostalgic for me for my childhood. But also reminds me of the Thursday TV lineup as a kid. And that was the Bill Cosby show, Family Ties, Cheers, Night Court. We usually had to go to bed, I think, after Family Ties. But the way that my room was situated and the crack in the door was lined up right with the TV so I can kind of spy and watch Cheers. So I still was watching it when I was a kid and I'm, I loved it then. I don't, I'm sure I didn't get a lot of the things, but I would love to rewatch that. Uh, And I don't know how, I don't know how this came up, but maybe, I don't think it was from Frasier's theme song, the whole toss salad, but they were talking about soup or salad and pose that question, are you a soup or are you a salad? And 99% of the time for me, salad all the way. It is my final meal. One of my, I have two choices, but one of them is an old lady salad bar with my girl Robin and Thousand Island. (laughs) She wouldn't be on the salad bar. Sorry, that sounded weird. But Thousand Island gets too much hate. It's fucking delicious and it's great on a salad. It's not my go-to, but if I am getting a salad, like, old lady style if i'm going to like you know i'm going to a salad bar it's always gonna be thousand island i feel like i'm someone who doesn't love soup and in general i'm not a soup person but then when it gets cold i always feel like oh i'm ready to make some soup i don't even know if i really love it as much as the action of cooking it and that it's cold but there are a few places that i go specifically for their soup and i while i prefer it over their salads it's i go there for their soup that is so delicious so hmm I'm going to have to do that tonight. This cocky leaky soup is calling my name, but I digress. What say you? Super salad. I mean, if I could get a super salad, that would be a fucking... I was going to say that was going to be... <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't talk like that. All right. <laughs> okay. Rob mentioned going to late shows as in watching bands play that start late. And this is a fucking thorn in my side. I go see a lot of bands play and a lot of times it's my friend's bands and they'll be going on last and they say, oh yeah, we'll be going at 10 or 11. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what am, no, I, that just, no, that my, my brain just, mm-mm. and while I keep it all inside, I will still go and support the bands, but I'm still like the whole day, like what am I supposed to do for the whole day? Like I, mm, no, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Also, Rob said that he went to a show at Pappy and Harriet's that started earlier and that it was close to his home, which I'm surprised because it's in, in the middle of fucking nowhere. But my friend's band is playing there at the end of December, and I hope this means it's going to be an early show. God forbid. No, we'll be, we'll be getting rooms and Airbnbs and what have you, but still, no thanks. Oh, <laughs> sorry. This is- Distracted by a text from my daughter about a certain friend of mine. Okay. Also, they talked about pod. So they had a new segment, I guess. Podcast Pals product picks. And I am torn on this 
segment. If you are sharing something that you love to use and you want to recommend it to as many ears that can hear it, then I totally fucking support. But if it's just to be influencery and get some sort of a kickback and here's my code and order this and just sort of a sponsory type of thing, I am so not into it. This feels kind of telemarkety. It feels infomercially. It's just too much. I don't, I don't, I don't really care for it. But if you have a product that you love and want to share with people like, hey, you should totally fucking use this. It's going to change your life or at least, you know, subtly be like good <laughs> or subtly make your life like a hair better. Then you know what? Share it. All right. Let's hear what Trace has to say about Thursday. Hit it, Trace. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yes, so the Thursday show with Robin Shore and Rob Schulte from Vanderpump Robs. I am not a uh, not a big reality TV person in general. Have never seen Vanderpump Rules that I remember, but I enjoyed him on the show. Uh, he a he seems like kind of a listener, which I I do appreciate. He listened to you know at least one or two previous episodes. I think he's mentioned uh, listening before, which is cool. So they talked about um, using the word partner instead of husband slash wife. I remember many years ago posting a, a, some sort of dumb message board post. Dumb, probably a little homophobic uh, in hindsight message board post. Just about, you know, the gays are really on top of it for using the word partner because that's the best, that's the best word, I think. I know people obviously have an attachment to the word, you know, husband and wife, but partners, partners a very strong choice. I like partner. Uh, also, they got the rainbow, which is like the whole light spectrum, like a real coup, a real coup. Um, again, I don't know how well that post would have aged, but <laughs> um, yes. So to answer the question, I don't know when this started, but they talked about it being a, a newish thing to Allison. There was a little bit of a push a few years ago, maybe 10 12 years ago? I don't know. For people to start using the word partner regardless of gender um, or sexual orientation or whatever, just because it it was my understanding, at least, is that because partner is such a you're kind of outing yourself by saying partner. Like, as they mentioned, it does, it is generally understood to mean same-sex partner or something like that. That, uh, because it was not safe to do that, um, either literally directly physically necessarily or in terms of your career or in terms of whatever social situation um, people wanted to say to make partner a more common word so you didn't necessarily know and it would be harder to sort of single people out that way um, I don't know if this is a real thing this is just what I've heard ba -ba -ba. they talked about getting the band back together literally and Allison mentioned the Angora show at Sketchfest a couple years ago which was very good uh, which I wish I have not seen the video of that since it happened more or less. I know Megan recorded a bunch of video. Um, I would like to, I wish I could check that out again. I would see them as a band if they were performing. Oh, Robin talked about yoga retreats, which I, first of all, I, I enjoy Robin on the show as I've mentioned this many times, but I've, who else is going to talk about yoga retreats? A lot of, um, a lot of, uh, boundaryless behavior at the yoga retreat a lot of i don't know 
A retreat where people do yoga sounds great, but a yoga retreat sounds terrible, if that makes sense. Terrible to me. Like, I don't want to be around a bunch of yoga retreat people, but I wouldn't mind going on a retreat where people were doing yoga. Does this make sense? Is it, Also, are there any yoga, yogists, I keep saying yoga people, uh, in the BF, among the BFFers, let me know. I did, I have, I've experimented, I've dabbled with yoga. I've, I've you know, I've, I used to do it somewhat regularly, but not in a long time. I enjoyed it. I hesitated for a couple years, at least. It always sounded kind of interesting to me, but I hesitated for a long time because it's culturally, it seems like more of a lady thing, and I didn't want to intrude on, uh, like, a, you know, lady time space. Bringing my weird, you know, board shorts male energy in there, being like a Jordan Morris in there. You know what I mean? Um... But yeah, I enjoy it. I should do it more, actually. I should, uh, of all the forms of exercise, I I think I probably connect the most with yoga, as opposed to like CrossFit or other stuff that I've tried. Um, if there were like boxing for, for wimps, I think I'd be into that. Like a lower, not quite as intense and also not getting in the ring stuff. I've, I've done like a little bit of like boxing gym training stuff, which is, I don't know why I'm talking about exercise. Anyway. As someone who has not regularly exercised um, in a long time. Uh, not exactly true. Anyway, shut up me. Um, do, do, do. Robin got her lunch stolen. There was a pelvic floor class. There was a lot going on. There's so much going on. Silent breakfast. There was a lot going on at this yoga retreat. I enjoyed this episode a lot. I enjoyed all of these stories. They talked a little bit about the Fraser reboot, which I have very little interest in. I was not a huge Fraser fan. I think I used to watch it a fair amount. But I, I was not a uh, have not revisited it in many years. It's uh, it's it's I'm sure it's fine. People seem to like it a lot. They talked about a lot of radio stuff. Dr. Laura Howard Stern, Tom Likas. I only know Tom Likas because they used to make fun of him on the Corolla show for being a dirtbag. Like Bald Brian in particular would make fun of him for the way he talked about women, um, which which is unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate that you could do that and be on the air and have a lot of listeners, but not a surprise. Dr. Laura, I don't have strong feelings about Dr. Laura other than the fact that she seems like a dickhead. Kind of, like, there's this thing, and this is very much a part of radio, where if you speak in an authoritative voice and say, hey man, this is how it is, people will be like, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. That's just how it is. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about, lady. You've been divorced like three times, shut up. Um, that's not true, but she did have some like scandals related to her personal life, which listen glass houses I'm not throwing stones, but there is a sort of like the people who are moralizing and telling other people what to do are Are doing that irrespective of whether or not they should be listened to um, and that is uh, important to understand in hearing these people Especially in the 90s. I feel like it definitely still goes on but especially in the 90s. There was all that like Speaking of Rush Limbaugh, all these people who are, you know, talking, wagging their finger about uh, what the, the young people are doing or what, oh, these liberals are the same people who are uh, trying to get Bill Clinton uh, impeached for having an affair or having affairs of their own. It was, it, was a, it was a big time for hypocrites. All the televangelists, they were, it was a real, hypocrites were really in their, uh, their, uh, uh, what's, what's the thing? What's the thing that she just did with the movie? Eras, they're really in their, they were in their eras tour, you know what I mean? They were really doing it big. They were all over the place. 
a couple of people there, Daniel and I think Rob, don't like onions, and that's stupid. Um, oh, so here is my other, uh, everyone should like onions. I know it's literally a matter of taste, and not everyone has to like the same things, but come on, come on. Um, so here's my other call out to Allison. She kept calling, <laughs> she kept calling Daniel Rob's brother in onions and his onion brother. She This came up like three times that she said it, but his actual brother is dead, which she also mentioned this came up they talked about it like why you stop saying the brother thing this is if anything further evidence that allison meant no harm and it's just her brain is just like leaking gray smoke into the room like what what and again a thing i absolutely know she meant no harm by but uncomfortable for me seems weird i don't i didn't i didn't approve um lisa super salad what are your thoughts if you're if you're listening to this if not, that's cool. They talked about onion rings. Uh, a quick tangent on onion rings. I feel like onion rings are mostly bad. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy onion rings. However, I, not everyone does a good onion ring. There's a lot of, there's different styles of onion rings. People, I think, lean too hard into like the crunchy and the panko crumbs and all that stuff. A, a more like a, like a beer battered or a, the same way people fry fish is I think a good approach for onion rings. You don't have to have too much friction, but also I enjoy the onion. Maybe if you hate the onion, you, I don't know what those people are up to. I can't speak for, that's not my community. I don't wanna, I, I don't know what's going on with those people. Um, Blonde Shell, uh, Robin mentioned going to a show. She went to go see the Liz Fair tour, the, the 25th anniversary of Guy, Guy, Guy Town, Accent <laughs> and Guyville. I don't know, I don't know Liz Fair stuff, but anyway. Um, Blonde Shell was the opener. Uh, very cool band I enjoy. Um, well, I love one of their songs. I listened to that album and it was like, oh, that's pretty good. It's mostly not for me, but there's like two to three songs that I like. Um, Podcast Pals Product Picks is coming together. It's a, started out weird. Me and Leanne spoke about this on the previous episode, but I feel like it it can be a good segment if it's just focused on, hey, what are some cool things you like? What are some cool things you like? Um, Because that feels pretty organic to the show, you know what I mean? Speaking of Leanne, uh, she actually posted this in the text thread. Uh, one of the text threads. The... Rob mentioned his hey go fuck yourself was to people who say oh I don't listen to podcasts when he says he does a podcast and uh, Allison correctly perceived oh is, is this a call out to me because she mentioned this on that same uh, Nicole Thurman and uh, Todd Cooper episode that the incident happened on um, yeah because a lot of podcast people who make podcasts don't listen to podcasts and correctly I think Rob felt a little slighted by this when people actually say it to him as a podcast maker. So yeah, good for him. Leanne was saying the same thing. Uh, I do not have very strong feelings about it. I accept the, the, it makes sense to me that people who do a thing as their job don't necessarily listen to other people doing that same thing. You know what I mean? But I, I do appreciate the sentiment. I do appreciate the sentiment. Oh, also, uh, Rob had a great note here uh, when he said, noted, not needed. <laughs> instead of a hey go fuck yourself I thought that was great I think that is a, a good way to look at a lot of uh, comments that people make in life in the world in general 
yeah, noted, not needed. You know what I mean? Like, the feedback wasn't great. Okay. Trice, you did it again. Just amazing thoughts, so introspective, so thoughtful, just a wise. You're a wise, wise man. And that is the truth. Thank you, Trice. Great to hear you. And I can't wait to actually talk to you soon and see you in person shortly. All right. I would like to end the show because we just had Thanksgiving. I always like to reflect on things that I'm thankful for. Um, I will say I'm very grateful that I have a place to sleep, that I have a bed, among other things. Like, in per- particular, because I've been very sleepy lately. Um, but also, when the weather turns more wintry, I do think more about people who don't have a steady place to stay or end up sleeping on the street, that kind of thing. And it's it's important to be grateful um, if you're not in that situation. Uh, also, you know, I, I would recommend maybe find uh, some sort of local food bank or something, some sort of charity, and send them, send them a couple bucks. Even something cheap, like some cheap ponchos or some cheap gloves that people could buy and hand out um, could make a real big difference in someone's uh, winter. So, uh, that's it for me. And I would like to tell you what I am thankful for. Alright. I am thankful for my kids. Even when it's hard, it's still... I'm learning something. I'm learning lessons all of the time, even if it's a fucking struggle. It doesn't always have to be easy, and we always seem to come out the other side um, with uh, a little bit better. Also, along the same lines, I am really thankful for my little family. This, The three of us have had a hard few years, and it keeps getting better and better, which is great. I'm so happy that we looked into each other instead of outwards, and I find that my home is safe and a source of comfort in my family and I'm so fucking thankful for that I am eternally grateful for my friends for helping me pretty much forget (laughs) but also just to always being there just being I surround myself with some pretty amazing people and I feel so fortunate for that so if you're one of them and you are thank you I'm thankful for you I'm thankful for my health. I'm hoping that it's still good. (laughs) I haven't gone to the doctor for a while, but last year at this time, the day before Thanksgiving, I woke up and my arm was not working and I just couldn't move it in any direction and it hurts so fucking bad. And while I still have pain there, I am able to use it almost 100% and I'm so, so thankful that I'm so, so thankful for that. I'm thankful for my kitties. They snuggle me every night and every morning. And I get to go to bed and wake up every day not alone. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that my heart was shown a kind of love that I never knew existed. And it gives me more hope for my future. I'm also very, very thankful for you. Yes, you. Okay, even though I said my friends and now you, but you're my friends too. 
with the BFFs. You're the very best. Okay. You know what? Join us in the Facebook group and follow the show on Instagram at BFFancast. Lisa, I assume you've already mentioned where people can find you and the show, etc. For me, don't worry about it. I'm taking, I'm, we're, I'm skipping it this week. Actually, uh, this week, you can find me in Portland, Oregon for a lot of the week and also into early next week where I will be doing some stuff. Got some nice tourist recommendations um, from some friends while I was at their, their thing, the, the post-movie thing yesterday. So that's cool. Uh, also, unrelated, I may be seeing another movie today. I'm under the skin, which is like a weird, weird, uh, I guess, horror movie. Uh, anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, I mean uh, we'll see. I got a lot of stuff to do, and I'm a sleepy little boy, but I think I'll probably go see that today. Anyway, that's it for me. Lisa, it was great recording with you, even in abstentia. Let's end the show with a positive affirmation. I am just going to say one off the top of my head. Repeat after me. I deserve love. My heart deserves to be cared for. I deserve happiness. I deserve peace. And I deserve everything that I give to others. Oof. And I'm trying to believe that. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I am. Nope. No. Nothing else. All right. BFFs, I'm so thankful for you. You truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good night. And uh, have a goose dip. <laughs>